0: Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Sweat, also known as T-Sweat. And today, I am joined around the table by these wonderful gentlemen. Uh, all the way down at the end there is Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shamato. Next is Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. And finally, but certainly not least, is Zach Markham, also known as Apple Zachs. Boys, how are we doing
1: this? The fine evening. Mm, fantastic evening. Uh, new venue tonight for all, yep, yep. all the
2: viewers out there. Uh, and no T-roll. So, oh, no so, no T-roll. Roll. That's the
1: that's down part, but, yeah. uh, you know. It's
2: okay. Not going to lie, for uh, just a second, when you said your name, I legit thought we had a blooper in the first five seconds. <laughs> it's a
1: sweat instead of a roll? Is yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, uh,
2: although I
0: am on a roll, with you you are.
2: Yeah, Yeah, you're uh, multiple multiple
1: appearances on the on on the the video version. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. We're we're glad to have you back, man. Especially for uh, such a epic show, um, like Rings of Power.
0: Oh yeah, glad to glad to jump in on one of these Rings of Power episodes. Um, I I really enjoyed you guys discussing it. uh, All a couple episodes you've been able to do on it because they dropped. Uh, a little bit there at the beginning, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely, man. Um, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this, uh, this journey of, uh rings of power uh and i'm i'm curious to see what you thought sweat on uh, episodes one through three so far before sure. we dive into four yeah overall it's been
0: really really amazing uh just visually stunning uh yes that's that's been the biggest kind of takeaway for me is like it feels like lord of the rings which i'm glad yeah uh, yeah of course that you can tell like they've just been throwing money at the visuals which i'm <laughs> glad again just because like it is such an epic uh visually compelling um story from like the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit, like it's, it's meant to be this larger than life, uh, lots of new worlds that we're being introduced to. So, uh, the visuals have been great. The acting has been great, even though, um, there, you know, didn't know any of these uh, people before. Who are you? Yeah. For (laughs) real. Um, but yeah, everything has been really good. The only thing, and it's just because of my lack of knowledge is trying to keep up with what's really happening. What the heck's a Numenor? You know all these different things. I've (laughs) had to Google a lot, and I've had to call my friend Chad a lot just to to get some some uh, intel on what's actually happening. Uh, But things seem to be uh, coming together, which I've but I've really enjoyed it so far.
1: Okay, awesome. Yeah, I know it's been uh, the visuals. Like that's how you spend money. Like, yes. if you're making a yes. TV show, this is how you spend money. Because whether you're watching it on a massive TV screen or you're watching it on your phone, like, it looks absolutely amazing. It does. It, sure. it,
2: it looks phenomenal. Which like,
0: I've tried every week to make sure I have it on the TV just because of that very fact. Like, right. I don't want to have to squint and look at all the details on my phone. So oh, yeah, yeah. i yeah, to watch
2: it on the largest
1: screen possible. Yeah. That, and it really is, like, it's movie theater quality, obviously. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure. But it's... It, it really, like, the establishing shots that they do for the scenes is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, like, Numenor, when we first, like, it got introduced. Like, yes. <laughs> this It was so stunning. Like, yeah. I, I literally, like, I was in awe. I was in awe. Right. Yeah. Which
0: I'm glad they, like, lingered on some of the, just the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, I mean, you know, it would be very easy for them to just do, like, establishing shot and then right into the action. But, no, they let it kind of unfold and, and show kind of really what... Uh, what this world is, yeah. is actually like. Yeah. They're
2: like, yes, we put a lot of money into this. Like, this is what <laughs> this is. Enjoy, you know, e- even do. even yeah. a simple a simple shot of like, you know, when Galadriel was riding her ho- riding the horse like across yeah. the beach. It was just like a phenomenal like. That was a great shot. Like, yeah. It, yeah. and it was such a long shot technically. Like by the by the fact that like just how long yeah. they kept on her riding the horse. You know. Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been visually, uh, you know. Uh, pleasing and everything, but um, and there hasn't been a whole lot of action scenes. But man, the action scenes that we do get, yeah, yeah. are yeah. phenomenal. Like they're yeah. they're mm-hmm. really good, very well like orchestrated, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, um, it, it is starting to like piece itself together. Where I could like understand. I'm not a uh, huge, huge, huge Lord of the Rings uh, fan when it comes to like knowledge and stuff like that. But I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
2: this show's been a ride so yeah. far. I it, like it. And you can really just feel like it's building. Like you can feel the rising pressure, you know, almost like a great wave, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, washing over us. But yeah, but it's just been like, you can feel the pressure in the universe, just like ramping up, like as every decision is being made and every, you know, action is working towards like these larger moments that are going to be coming up later in the series. Yeah. 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 And,
1: uh, so, you mentioned action. This episode, I think, had a little bit more um, action and, and more intensity, I would say. Yes. Um, I, don't I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how we can break this down. I think maybe... like Because they didn't mention a lot of the storylines, uh, like other characters. They really mm-hmm. focused mainly on uh, Galadriel and um, uh, mm-hmm. um I think we got a little... Ac- oh, yeah. Oh, obviously, uh, Elrond. One. Yeah, we got yeah. Elrond and... Uh, Okay, so Durin. Okay, so let's talk about these three. These yeah. we'll, we'll break them down storyline wise, like we did last yeah. week. Um, all right, cool. Um, let's go with uh, Elrond and 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 Durin. Okay, because uh, I'm I'm really intrigued here with what is going on. Yeah. Um, the we we get the little bit of. Uh, uh, dialogue of like, oh, Durin's been kind of weird. Um, uh, he's he's been he's been distant, and then uh, so Elrond goes and, and travels and um, tries to figure it out, and uh, he realizes that he's being lied to, and so then therefore he's trying to figure out what Duran's doing. Yeah. Um, and then we he, he like spies on him, right? Yes. And I'm I'm not watching this play out, and I'm like, okay, how like where how what direction is going to go? Are they, like are they going to ruin their friendship? That kind of thing. Because I, I really like their dynamic together, it's I've, I've really truly enjoyed it. Um, but then uh, he finds out that there's like a a secret uh, mining area, yeah. and they have discovered a new element, a new yeah. ore, yeah. Um, And then uh, I don't know, I just I, I really like their their interaction, their dialogue. Um, they really they play off each other so well, and yeah. uh, I mean I've just I really enjoyed
2: them on screen. No. Yeah, it's been really interesting to see how it's been playing out because you're really starting, you're getting to see like the, like the silver tongue that Elrond has. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, it, it's, it, it, there's a really interesting, I, f- I found in this episode, there's a really interesting dynamic of like, um, the two, the relationship there and the relationship that Galadriel had with the Queen. Um, I felt like they were, it, it, this Durant and Elrond's relationship was very much a an old relationship where people were trusting each other when they probably shouldn't have been trusting each other. Like, whether, you know, someone may, is like, there's, both of them are not telling the entire truth to each other in this situation. They're like old friends who are, um, you know, on both sides, kind of holding back information from each other, and it's kind of like this. It, it's there's like a real relationship there, but there's also very much this situation where they're purposefully holding back and lying to each other because of their connections to theirs because they're coming from two different species. So it's, it's it's or two different races. So it's it's interesting seeing that play out where they're like their friendship. Only goes to a point where you're seeing the the their loyalty to their race is outweighing their loyalty to their friendship. Mm. Ah, nice, good. Well,
0: I, I want to balance that because I think a lot of the reason why uh, Doran was holding back some of the information was more based on like what he was keeping from his own people, like from his father. Uh, Who was actually like he was? He didn't want them to actually be mining this particular metal, so I think he was he was protecting his own self interest rather than just like keeping something from from him because you know he was different or or because he was his friend. Like he was trying to to make sure no one knew about this particular project because it had already been hindered in the past. You know, like that was that that seemed to be the some of the vibe. Yeah, I think. But I mean, I think
2: some of it's also coming from Elron's side and him his reason for being there, not being. Him being a hundred percent upfront about it, yeah. about he's, he's very much playing it like, True. oh, I'm just here to see you, my friend, and you know, all that kind of stuff. He's Where mentioned
1: multiple times, but like, like yes. I'm just here to see my friend. Like, yeah, yeah. A, he, you know, he's, yeah.
2: He's, he. I mean, he, he literally in his he talks about, you know, your relationship is what is important to me. Like, he, like not. He's pushing away all his connections to, uh, his his obligations to to being an elf and saying that the friendship is more important, which, you know, seeing that old relationship and them kind of manipulating each other in a lot of ways, that's kind of how I'm seeing Mm -hmm. that. And, um, you know, when we get to the whole Galadriel Queen situation, I feel like there's a different, like, dynamic going on there, but very similar in some ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, sticking with the Durin and Aaron stuff, it's very interesting. And, of course, it, it was pretty phenomenal hearing him drop the word Mithril, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, which is, of course, a phenomenal reference to, you know, the Lord of the Rings universe, and, you know, that being the chain mail that, you know, that saves Frodo's Frodo. life, yeah. and, you know, yep. all that stuff, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty incredible to, to see and hear, um, especially, like, it, when, uh, when Durin first showed it off, right, like, he was, like, holding it, it was in awe, right, but then when um, an Elrond actually holds it, like, it, like, you feel the like the the power of it. You feel the like the intensity of it. And, yeah. yep. and it's kind of like it's like bigger than life, even though this little small little rock he's holding his yeah. hand, like the, the way that the, the music played into that, the way that the the camera's angle hit the You could tell it was scene. drawing yeah. him in. Exactly. To, to yeah. desiring yeah. And mean, then he sure. speaks he speaks the word and like you could really just feel how important that moment yes. was. Yeah. 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 Very it was it was very good. And uh I, I definitely enjoyed that, and then they had to add a little uh, uh, action to it with uh, the mine shaft uh, being yes. destroyed, yeah. and then yeah. uh, him having to uh, go to his father to apologize, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which yeah. I did think the Elrond conversation about you still have a dad, you shouldn't be so like like, like he wishes you can go back right. and talk to his dad, right. and, um, yeah. yeah. Which I well, thought that was a pretty powerful scene too. Which,
2: which, and once again, even in that scene, I felt like although Elrond was being um, very much truthful in his sense of this is how it should be but it was also i believe very much him kind of manipulating him in ways too and like you know you know getting more and more into his good graces in that sense and even he gets some extra you know nonsense bonus points in my mind in the in the wife's eye. She's like, Oh well, you know, if you hadn't been going down there, then I feel like he would have been in the, the shaft. In yeah. the shaft as yeah. well and who knows what would have happened. And I felt like that was kind of like a he got some like, you know, he just happened to be there kind of bonus points and, you know, he of course ate it up because he's just trying to get himself into the I mean yes, I think he very he does care about Durin, but I feel like he also is at every moment trying to put himself into the best position to help himself and help the elf culture as well. Yeah. yeah, True politician.
3: Uh, uh, just going back to the ore and everything and uh, the and whatnot, um, with this, like, ore being, like, so dangerous to mine, um, obviously they would have had to get a good bit of it to make the chain mail that Bilbo Baggins got, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it just goes to show, like, how rare, like, this ore is and then, like, how many dwarves, like, Lost their lives, or how many mice has like collapsed and everything, just so like one person can be saved. Right? Um, it's yeah. really cool, man. Yeah, it's really cool,
2: which also yeah. brings an emphasis on how when Bilbo gets it, yeah, what that actually means. Correct. It's not like yeah. it's not like you're just being given a random uh piece of plate armor, you're yeah. giving something that is extremely rare, that's extremely and it's extremely good at what it does, and how much effort actually goes into what you are making you know for sure
1: very cool um all right so let's go ahead and transition here to uh another storyline um let's go ahead and uh let's go galadriel this time okay let's Mm. go ahead and uh talk about everything going on in uh numenor okay you saving you
3: saving best for last again
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, th- this one is this stole the show for me so far. Like, well, okay. uh, Gladiol last week was, that storyline was the most intense, but then but what happened in this one with Erendir, like, I'm, I'm more into that right now. I, I, I got to follow, uh, but, but, yes, let's go Gladiol. Yeah. Um, Let's okay. talk about, um, what's going on there. And, uh, so the dynamic you mentioned between, um, the Queen yeah. Regent and, and Galadriel, um, it, yes it's it's a power play right yes. that's what that's really essentially what they're yep. they're caught in um she's trying to uh, gladrill uh, that is is trying to recruit her pretty yes. much to um help save the world right yes and mm-hmm. the queen region is uh all like uh we need to protect ourselves we're we're not going to get involved with this yeah. and like you who knows if you're right like that whole doubting thing because she's trying to preserve the, the her people right um I don't know. Their dynamic was very was very intense at times, but then it was also like, okay, you guys are just like you're fighting it out to see who uh, who's the better woman, I guess. Like yeah. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but uh, but I mean, I, I did enjoy the the more the visuals with the, uh, anything that dealt with that storyline this yeah. week in this episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, well, I'm, I'm interested to see how you guys felt yeah. about that.
2: Well, like well, like I said, I felt like it was a very like there was an interesting parallel between like I said the Duran storyline and Elrond storyline where it felt like. Both of them were kind of working towards doing what is best for their own race's needs. Whereas I felt like what was actually um, happening on the other side with the Queen and with Galadriel was they started at the point of that they were going from – doing what they thought was best for their own race. And then they were trying to convince themselves to do what is best for the world as a whole. Mm. Whereas I felt like in a lot of ways with Elrond and Durin they were kind of doing the opposite in my mind was they were going from what is best for the world to what is best for their race. Mm. Um, in my mind. So I felt like they were trying to, you know they're kind of working in opposite ways in that situation, and um, you know I'm I'm always kind of like in, in that setup. I'm always kind of a sucker for like the scene where there's like the recruitment scene, you know, where you see like all of like the the people finally like fall into like you know this this um, you know the being able to like finally be like okay yes we th- we see the light and. We're going to fight for good, whether it is, you know, even if it isn't necessarily what's best for us personally, it is what is best for the world as a whole. You know, which is which is one of the things that I love when seeing the elves show up at Helm's Deep in Two Towers is Ooh, just like, yeah. like, you just see that and it's just so, I, I love that scene because it's, you know, it's such a selfless act that they're doing, yeah. you know, to in, in that movie. And you're kind of seeing that same thing. Like yeah. th- they don't have to do this. This isn't something in, you know, they're not doing this, um, like they could stay there in that, in their own territory and be completely fine. But they are literally not even fighting for like, you, you know, they're going to help somebody else who is going to help somebody else. Like they're not <laughs> even like directly yeah. helping right. the else. Yeah. They are. Going to help somebody who literally killed three, like a couple of their guards, and right. you know stuff like that. They're mm. they're putting the world ahead of their own, you know, personal needs. Well,
1: you you mentioned they're fine, but the two dream sequences we had
2: uh, shows that they they're not going to be fine. Um, I mean, yeah. yes, yeah. but like I, I, like you, their mindset right now. But like, uh, there, there is there, there is that always like hold up mindset where you're like yeah, you, you kind of block out you know everything else in the world. Like we're in our own thing and. We can as long as we don't do stuff that is out in the world, we can protect ourselves as long as we're in our own little like cubby hole right mm-hmm.
0: well, and if I remember correctly because again, I've had to do a lot of digging to, to put all these pieces together, I think the the fall of Numenor actually is caused by their selfishness, right the fact that they were no longer you know kind of connecting with the outside world but also uh, kind of self Elevated, you know, and, and really yeah. trying to make this yeah. thing work on their own, um, and so then the the gods allow there there to be uh, some destruction there. But um, yeah, it's, it's been really cool too to see it kind of in that same vein, Shamoto, like seeing the the deep uh, and long lasting animosity between these different um, factions of people. So yeah. the elves, men, dwarves, um, it kind of. Shows the the real meaning behind like the the fellowship when they get to that point yeah. where there's been this long sordid history of the elves and and all these different things where they feel like they were let down or, or where they felt like um, they didn't show up when they they needed didn't show them up to. when they needed them yeah so like everyone is in this self protective mode but there's always some greater evil some greater enemy that um, they re, that really binds them and brings them together um, so it's pretty, to, yeah. to fight against so that's- and. You I definitely I like, see that building.
1: Yeah, I liked getting more of the of Isidore in here as mm-hmm. well. Um yeah. it was um just his struggle of uh trying to uh you know be on the seas, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. really his choice to do that, but like he's being drawn back to um something, right? That's what yeah. we're, we're 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 led to believe yeah. it's 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 the the cause, right? That's what we're we're led to believe, but uh and he does he gets kicked off <laughs> him and his his buddies get rejected yeah. from from mm-hmm. that quote-unquote program,
2: right? Yep. Um, and and he kind of gets put into his place. Yeah. Because they're like, basically they call him out for being almost like a spoiled rich kid. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. they're like, yep. dude, you like, you, this? yes, this is, like, you just got here because you have a name. Like, your yeah. name is how you got here. I mean, yeah, you're good at what you do, but, like, you didn't really do any of the hard work to get here. We have done everything right, and because of your selfishness, we lost our position. Mm. You yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. When in all actuality, like in grand scheme of things, it's not his selfishness at all. Like he's actually there's something greater at play. There is something yeah. literally
2: calling him. In that moment, there was literally something calling yeah. him that kind of gave him like this moment of lapse of judgment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, and then apparently they got something going on with like his sister too. Like she's gonna play a part in this because uh, they were focusing on her. Uh, I think yeah. Mm. Quite a bit in this episode. Um. Which I'm interested to see where 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 that goes or how that fits into the grand scheme of things yeah. because I'm not really 100
2: percent sure. Well, it'll be interesting because she seems to be whether she's really pulled into it or not, but she seems to be interacting with a good bit with the son of the um. Well, I forgot what his exact position was, but he basically seems like he's like almost like a senator, like he's like secondary. Like like there's the queen on the top level in in relationship, and then he would be like right below it in like influential and powerful the, the bearded guy right yes that's, that's yeah.
1: the king's brother yeah oh okay yeah
2: yeah okay so anyway but anyway so he was basically the um guy who looks like timothy olenson that's that's what um th- th- that's what uh basically he was the second most powerful and his son is the girl is kind of like basically trying to hit on yeah, isildur's the sister, sister. Yeah, yeah um so it'll be interesting to see like how that kind of all plays out and like how he builds um, you know, or a relationship with the queen when he's, you know, helping defend her with, on, uh, um, in, cause it sounds like he's going to be, you know, potentially sailing on the ship that she's going to be on, um, specifically. So that'll be interesting to see that. And, you know, maybe some, you know, political machinations happen with the daughter and, you know, her building up a relationship by marrying well, you know, maybe she ends up marrying the, the, um, the nephew of the, of the king, you know, so I mean, that ends yeah. up real building into a position where, you know, a Sildor can be, um you know, put himself into a position to where he eventually finds himself in a king's position. And then it's how eventually Aragon becomes a Sildor's heir. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, no
0: need to watch the rest yeah, of the show. Say that's yeah, All right, so, there, you go. That's, there it is. But, uh well, but yeah. or Amazon if you haven't written the rest of it yet. <laughs>
1: There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. um, okay, so let's let's go into I think like the the more heavier action parts of it uh, with Aaron Deere storyline. Yes. Uh, oh. ooh, we open up with uh, he's he's there facing Adar, and mm-hmm. uh, we we meet him, and yes. uh, he's an elf. Uh, yep. I mean he looks yep. like an elf. Very right. damaged. Yeah, damaged face. Um, and. They they have a conversation that like, they start off with just having this in, in, intense conversation. I felt like because um, the dude just gets done stabbing one of the orcs who's dying, and then Arandir yeah. uh, has uh, something sharp in his hands that he's getting ready to do something, right? But then mm. he kind of says, uh, hey, "I need you to deliver a message to th- to the men, right?" Yes. Like, yeah. and then uh, and then they transition to all the people um, held up in the tower um, and this is where things kind of get um, a little bit uh, a little bit crazy okay because yeah. um, they're running out of food and so Theo everyone's hated character of the show so far um, pretty much <laughs> <laughs> Theo which I do think that Theo's gonna have a a massive part in this show um, either in the next couple episodes uh, yeah or the next one for potentially and then the one after that for sure mm, right. um, but uh, the reason I say that is because the what happens at the very end of this yeah. episode like that's oh, yeah. it's pretty intense but uh so, for, he's right now. He's just like the defiant, like the snot-nosed little brat. Yeah. Like that's what that's what yeah. he has right. Right now. Yes, right. Um, and uh, he ventures out to go get some food. And I thought this whole like town scene was pretty cool. Like because uh, starts off all sunny, right, and then the clouds move in, and then. Uh, other, other kid that he goes with like runs away because yeah. i mean probably for the best I mean i don't want like, to yeah. yeah. tell yeah. the truth yeah but uh i th- i think the the shots in this scene where like he's in the dark uh, tavern and then like the, the silhouette in the background and like it was just like very intense and the the fact that they were searching for him and he was hiding like you could feel the scene the scene yeah like that yeah. was that was the mm. one of the scenes you could feel just sitting there on your on your couch yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it was just
2: a really cool scene it actually reminds me of a scene uh, in in a show called Banner Brothers. So it's like this scene where one of the guys gets left behind enemy lines and he's trying to, like, you know, work his way out of this town after he's basically left alone. Kind of basically what happens to Theo. And he's slowly trying to work his way out of town and moving from place to place to place. And around every corner, there there is an enemy that, you know, has a chance to... And the way they shoot it is just kind of this, like, you, you can't really... It's, it's a very close shot in a lot of the ways to where you can't see... Like you can't see around the corner. You yeah. don't know. Like I mean, you're, you may be able to kind of feel that there's something around the corner, yeah. but you can't actually That's, see it. You it's you can, like you're in it with them. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's very much set up to where you can just barely see enough yeah. to where you kind of can, can just tell what Theo can sense in right. a lot of ways. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: right. And can I just say all of the all of the scenes we've had with the orcs have been incredible. Yes. 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 Yeah, They're creepy, scary. They really have played up some of like almost horror-like elements with, like, yes. decapitations and all, like, yep. it's, yeah. oh, man, that's some of the some of the best scenes, in my opinion, like, as far as, like, the action and just, mm-hmm. like, the way they've shot the orcs, which, I, I don't know, that's just been a really cool yeah. like, yep. adaptation of, of that.
3: Yeah, yep. and then just speaking more, like, uh, as far as, like, orcs and stuff go, uh, my theory with uh, Adar um, is, so, like, in the um, Fellowship of the Ring, Saruman um, says that orcs used to be elves. So I feel like the way like Adar like, looks like damaged and stuff is maybe he's turning into that because of like the dark power and everything that the um, orcs are involved with. You know um, the uh, uh, the magic and stuff that, that that surrounds them that he's turning into that, um, or he's like elevating up into that like that god tier level. Like you said, like uh, I'm not a god yet. Yet, yeah. yeah, yeah so
2: quite well, I think line. it's partially to show like a physical representation of like him moving away from being a true elf. Correct. Like in in a lot of ways just because like the, most elves are seen as these pristine beautiful creatures yep. and just the idea of being damaged is like a off-putting <laughs> thing for yep. an elf in general. Yep. Um so it is like you know having a scar is like it, it is not necess- is not seen as like a Positive attribute at all Mm. in elf, elven community. So it is interesting. Like he's seen as this, you know. And it could have been something as simple. Maybe he got, you know, hurt in battle, and then like he knows he would not be accepted back into the his own people. So he found another place to like kind of fit in. Well, and
0: and the kind of vibe I'm getting right now, and this could be totally wrong, but I think you know, there's been all the the discussion of okay, when is Sauron going to show up? What, what form is he going to be in? Who, who you were kind of looking for his return? And that's what everyone's kind of, those that are following his ways. And so I almost feel like this Adar guy has like filled the power vacuum. Like he sees this a place where he could kind of elevate. And so what I'm thinking is going to happen is we're going to get in our minds, okay, this, this is going to be either the vessel or whatever, and he's going to be the main guy. And then Sauron's going to come in and just like take this dude out mm. and be like, yeah. no, nah, nobody's taking my place. Um,
1: yeah. And what's what's interesting is the 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 sword comes into play, right? So yeah. the little hilt, and yes. uh, because uh, Adar is looking for that, and yeah. it, the the orcs constantly are talking mm-hmm. like, "We need to get it. We found it. We found it, boss." Like that cult, that whole kind of thing, and uh, the the just the way like when Theo used it, and like you know he drew blood from his arm, yeah. and uh, the power that, it, it – and yeah. obviously it was it was Sauron's eye. Like you, I mean, you kind of tell like the yeah. presence there, like. You, right. can, you can feel it there. And uh, just the, the, the power that's going to have to come with that, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just interested to see what, where that goes and how, where it takes Theo. Because as of right now, Theo is like a, a hated character right now. Like <laughs> yeah. his, just Everything yeah. about this kid yeah. is just miserable. Like that stupid haircut that he has, and yeah. uh, <laughs> all the way down to just his whininess. Like yeah, it's yes, right, it's
3: bad. Right. It's like yeah. really bad. And, and it's his face,
2: dude. You like, just got a <laughs> you just got a scum looking just face. Punchable. And the says, the stuff Punch, he, says, punchable, punchable. The yeah, stuff he yeah. says, it says, and the way he says stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just all that, and like it very much feels like uh, uh, with the whole situation, it feels like it's just another representation of like basically like one of the rings. It's just it's like another like mm-hmm. idea of you. You don't just use the ring. It, you don't just use the hilt. The hilt also uses you. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it takes something from you as you are, you know, as you are using it. Like, it just says, yeah. you know, when Frodo was carrying the ring or Bilbo was carrying the ring, you know, just because you are using it for something doesn't mean that it isn't getting something out of it itself. Yeah yeah and it's
3: his ideas too man like how like how dare like he go and like get more food for the community like (laughs) this like come on dude like who who are you the hero like nah.
1: (laughs) yeah i mean trust me he had a great plan he really did but just the execution was failed it it was not the best yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh but uh i do think that it was very convenient that aaron deer just happened to save him um he he gets caught by the one orc and he's getting ready to get like <laughs> killed yeah, yeah. and then Deere comes and just like stabs him like that I, I, was very convenient. However, yeah, we did it did lead to several amazing action scenes and bow and arrow scenes that oh, yes. were oh yeah uh, especially like the very first like with them running through the woods and they they show in slow mo him catch the arrow yes. from the orc and, and flip it around and flip shoot it back. Oh my that was awesome. That was incredible. Yeah the the whole all all the scenes where he was yeah. uh, fighting was just yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well,
0: and and lots of like really good uses of slow mo too, because sometimes that can be really cheesy. Yeah, but I feel like they have nailed it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even at the end of that scene, that that scene in the forest when they are when they finally make it to the clearing, and then the orcs are left behind. It actually reminded me a lot of the scene where where they're escaping from the. Um, escaping from the Nazgul, and, you know, they get to the river, and the Nazgul uh, can't cross the river, and they're crossing the river. It, got, it, it had a very, like, similar feel to me yeah. in that sense that they were, like, able to get away due to this flaw in, mm. you know, ha- the, this flaw in the, uh, in the evil species. Mm. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Going out into the light.
2: Yeah,
1: and then the the standoff that they had in that open field, just like staring at the orcs who couldn't come, like I
2: just, the visuals was it was stunning there. It was really cool, but it was also really stupid. It was real <laughs> stupid because at the end you start to see them the orcs like, "Oh wait, we can shoot arrows at these people still." And oh, they start yeah. and they actually start shooting, doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it's a great like, point. Just
1: move. That's a great point. Know? Yeah, you did see that. Um, <laughs> dang. Yeah, you're right. You're, you ruined that one for me. Thank you so much. jeez, <laughs> um, man. But uh but yes, uh, Aaron Deere is uh, he's proving to be quite the the BA, man. Like yes. I'm, I'm I'm I've been thoroughly impressed with him uh, and the way he's kind of carrying uh, his that storyline um and then like him and him and Bronwyn's um interaction when they're like on the upper part of the the castle um I thought that was visually stunning as well like that whole like this the the visuals yes we can talk about this for days and days and days but like um but like I think they have some really good chemistry yes um on on screen chemistry and it's um I don't know it's it's playing out very good but uh (laughs) <laughs> They're also like looking down and then like Theo's kind of like hurt in this in this room. Like she's up here like gazing into this uh, elf and yeah. then dude's just like I mean, uh, can you Theo? blame her? Uh, no, I, no, not at all. <laughs> but uh Theo's just like he's hurt, injured laying in this like uh looks like a little like crevice of a of a of the of the uh castle or whatever, the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he gets approached by old dude and uh this is where I gets kind of uh kind of exciting because I'm looking forward to see where this goes yes. because yeah. Yeah. um they're talking about the sword, I know you got the hilt. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he says haven't you seen the signs? Um, and they talk about the shooting star right. which right. we yes. know it was the the stranger, right? Yes. So yep. I mean I was I'm 100% led to believe that the stranger is Sauron but like is that am I am I wrong for thinking that but or he,
0: well he just he did reference it as a sign of his coming Correct so yeah. it, it doesn't mean that that's him but it does mean that like that's I Yeah but you start know. you
1: yeah. start placing things together like sure. uh, for example yeah. like the the crater the fire Nori said the fire yeah. was not hot yeah. and that was yeah. like the, the evil the power there was uh that was mentioned when she fought the snow troll Right, uh, right. it's too evil for the fire to like burn hot and so like what if that was the case with uh, the stranger. Um, granted yes, the stranger did call Nori a friend in the previous episode. However, um, maybe it's a matter of like he doesn't have his memories or was, yeah. maybe
0: he just hit his head so hard when he hit the, hit the <laughs> ground, it's just amnesia.
1: Right. I'm yeah. just it's just it's just <laughs> very interesting that yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. the signs of
2: Sauron is is in and that was one of them.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. I mean it's true but like I mean it could also mean that just because it's a sign of his coming doesn't necessarily mean that the actual sign is potentially evil. Mm. So, like, there's always the possibility. It's like, oh, well, it's the, you know, just because something shows up doesn't necessarily mean that it's potentially evil. Yeah. Like Galadriel showing up in in um, in the kingdom was a was a sign of the potential fall of the kingdom, but her in her own right is not. Evil in mm. her own doing, you know. That's true. You talking about the like the, pe- the petals scene, like In Numenor? Yes, a new, a okay. yes mm-hmm. like, like but basically, like like in the uh, they basically were just saying like the coming of an elf in general was kind of like the start of like the beginning of the end potentially. Mm. So like just because you are the symbol doesn't necessarily mean that you are in yourself evil, mm. you know. Mm.
1: Okay, good good point. That's a good. Uh, I didn't think about that actually. That was. Uh, I'm glad that you you brought that yeah. up. Which I, I still think
0: that's kind of been their point is like to leave it open where we don't really yes. know. Like, okay, is he or is it somebody else?
2: I mean, um, it would, I mean it's it, they're laying out a great storyline of, you know, you, you could either be potentially what is considered one of the greatest characters in the entire universe and yeah. be Gandalf. and Or you could be potentially uh, one of the most evil characters in the entire universe and be Sauron. Yeah. So it's a very well, interesting, I, like...
0: Yeah, I heard you guys mention him on the previous episodes. I don't think it's Gandalf, because um, and again, throw a shout out to to Chad, my buddy, who uh, let me know. And it could be they're diverting from some of the lore, but the, those particular wizards don't come until the third age. Um, so unless they're just rewriting that little teeny tiny portion, he did mention that there are blue wizards that come during this time, uh, but not not the um, Gandalf that we know. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, but they might have some uh, some I don't know writing freedom with the show yeah. they, where they could could skew it a little bit. Um, I don't know how much that would deviate from the the actual storyline. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. mean, it is it's a TV adaptation.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. If I remember
2: correctly, like Legolas wasn't supposed to be in the Hobbit. But <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. he ended up in there anyway. But, yeah, Orlando Bloom had
0: a free weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's what it Pretty was. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. the, the entire
2: relationship True. between you know the the dwarf and in the uh, and the elf and the hobbit also wasn't supposed to really be something there, but they decided to take some art- actress, artistic, artistic liberties. Yes. So you right. know, I mean, there's always a chance that they're going to play with stuff. I mean, True. it's just, it's you know. If it fits into their narrative that they're trying to draw, then, yeah. you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. I mean, yeah. why not, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, right? Like, they, they literally have the, the money and the budget to do whatever they want, right? So, per, per yep. sure. why not that? So, uh, another thing I was thinking, I know I mentioned um, in, a, in a previous episode about this uh, that um, I thought that uh, Erendir was the father of Theo, which yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going to backtrack on that right now, because... Uh, I'm actually okay. So they're in the Southlands, right? Um, yeah. Who else we know from the Southlands?
2: The king, uh, uh, yeah. Or, well, the, uh, the, the, who the, they believe to be the king, yeah, Halbrand, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
1: I think that might potentially be Theo's father, um, and mm-hmm. he, he, that's actually the queen of the Southlands is gonna oh, yeah. be Bronwyn,
2: and uh, wow. she. She. I will say she. Does not act like a classic, like no. you know, peasant. You know, she Which, doesn't
1: even in the in the horde of peasants inside the in the tower. Like she stands out. Like her clothes are brighter, right? She's wearing yep. like the yeah. blue. Yeah. Everybody's wearing yeah. like his dingy. She seems to have plastic. a more like gravitas, yeah.
2: just in general. Mm. Like her, like mm. her presence seems to be bigger. She doesn't necessarily seem to be as like she. She's not as submissive as you would think someone in her role might be. Right. You know, yeah. to like the. When, when there are people talking about what they need to do or what they need, you know what needs to be. She's like, no, this, this this is what we actually yeah. need to do. <laughs> she's the one that t- you know? she takes charge. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I could see it being something like that. Um, and I, I will agree. Like the relationship between her and Erendir seems to be a little bit like fresher, newer. It seems to be working towards a romantic relationship. Correct. But yeah. it doesn't feel like there was, there has been a romantic a moment, past. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. So
0: are we about to have some Middle Earth Mori? Is that what we're about to? <laughs> Like, who's the, who's father? the father? Yeah, yeah exactly. you are not. The,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's funny, man. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, that's where I'm at now. I think um, I think that um, Halbern is is the father right now, so yeah. Um, and he just had to be exiled and he's been gone, and they didn't, didn't tell Theo about him because you know, I mean, there's a whole
2: lot of stuff going on there with that. It would make sense in this, yeah. in, like, so if you know, Halbern is going to end up eventually being the witch king you know and you know it would be, make sense that somehow someone in his lineage would end up with the sword of Sauron like in a sense so like if they were connected in that in in that it would make sense that, that there would be a connection and to Sauron in some other way as well
1: yeah yeah and uh, um, i will say that uh, another thing like speaking of Halbrand like right now he's currently in a in a jail cell right but yes. he does seem to be I don't know, kind of playing things a little on both sides. Like as far as like Gladriel, like she he set her up to where she could think about what her next play was while she was in jail, right? But then when she escapes, like she's talking to um, the the bearded guy. I forget his name. Obviously, uh, she's like, well, it, it doesn't mean much unless I mean you know where she's going, right? Like, so he's kind of like he's playing both sides. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. leave the island, but mm-hmm. why doesn't he want to leave the island? So I feel like there's definitely some. Some things happening there with him that I don't think uh, are are very honest with him. So mm. I don't know. I'm interested to see where that where his character goes to because I I did like his
2: character. I, I've liked his character since he's yeah. been introduced. So, yeah. and, and it would also make sense with like if he were actually the king, he doesn't truly understand the truth of actual real world consequences, which you know, being in prison, most people would be like, hey, like this is not a good thing. But, like, he seems to not be all that, you know, concerned about the fact that he is currently in prison.
1: Yeah. And uh, he, I feel like he is kind of playing it like he's exactly where he should be. Like, yeah. Like, he wants to be there. In, yes. in prison, that is. So, um, anything else really stand out to you guys as far as, like, any one of these storylines going uh, moving forward? Did everybody miss Nori this episode?
2: No, nah, I uh, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I'm, I'm, I, was, I was completely okay with like the lack of hobbit influence in this episode <laughs> truthfully. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, I enjoyed seeing the uh, seeing stone um over wow. the, yeah oh, yeah, cool. and, uh, yeah yeah on the island and everything. Just to call it to uh, fellowship of the ring. Um yeah. Um and then then like the way the stone is used in the Lord of the Rings like movies and stuff like that. Um and then the visions they were having because of the seeing stone. Um it you could take it from like different perspectives because like w- with with the seeing so and everything not everything uh, I think in the extended version um, Aragorn says like uh, don't don't believe everything you see mm-hmm. um, So like the the vision that they were interpret uh, interpreting and everything was kind of like you said earlier like even though like Galadriel was there and that was a sign of You know the island, you know um being swept away by that wave um, doesn't mean that it was because of her. Uh, it yeah. was like the mm-hmm. selfishness yeah. and stuff of the people of the island and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I do believe during this show, at some point, might not be this season, but at some point during the series, we are going to see the fall of Dumanor, which I think would be so cool to watch. Like yeah. we saw some, like some glimpses, glimpses of, of it. Of the, yeah. yeah. But I think they they could really outdo that
1: when the, yeah. wa- when the wave came rushing through like the, the castle window, like and just like completely wrecked. The yeah. queen
2: and, and yeah. queen holding the baby, like yes. that was oh. that was quite yeah. intense.
3: That baby did, yeah.
2: And <laughs> Jeez, it would be man. it would be a very like it would build up a lot of animosity between men and and elves, especially like if they if they were to try to correct their ways and like especially if they were away trying yeah. to help mm-hmm. another you know kingdom or help another race, and that's when they were to fall. Like that would be a very like a very sore point for the people who were away when it was happening. Like we were trying to be the good person, and it still fell. Would be a very interesting, like thorn in the side of the story because it's you know it's it's hard when you're do if when you're trying to do the right thing and then like you still end up with the negative consequence. You feel like you feel that like almost doubly. You're like yeah, like I was trying to do the right thing, but then I still ended up with the negative consequence. You know yeah for sure. Hmm. All right. All right,
1: well, um, I feel like that's a good place to wrap right there. Um, so uh, we really appreciate you guys watching, listening, wherever that may be, uh, YouTube, um, or any podcast catcher out there. Um, definitely follow us on social medias or at Royal Geek Pod. Um, we would love to interact with you. Um, love to just figure out what your thoughts are on the shows that we talk about review. Um, so um, and without any uh, further ado, we're going to go ahead and put an end here and uh, – for T-Sweat, Apple Zacks, Shimado and of course Sandy. We miss you T-Roll, but uh, we will go ahead and see you next time, you peasants.